Hey, what's up? It's Peter Rosenberg, uh, ESPN, WWE, Hot 97, all that stuff. I'm live from New York City right now. I'm hanging with Bear the Dog, and you're not listening to the worst podcast, but at the same time, it's not the best podcast. No, no, literally, you're listening to not the best podcast, all right? Talking about real-life issues, real-life things, real talk, real people, all right? Not the best podcast. I'm Peter Rosenberg. Peace. Welcome to the podcast. It's not the best podcast, but... The expectations and the names. You can't say we didn't warn you. Alongside Northern Reds, my name is Jamal. Yeah, bitch. Shouts to Peter Rosenberg, yeah. um, you know, who blessed us with the uh, little drop for our intro. Good looking out, uh, Pete. For this episode. Um, you know, had to hit old Pete up in the DMs. You know, so I can, you know, just had, you know, try to get him to check out the podcast. You know, yo, Peter Rosenberg's one of the, the fathers of the hip hop podcast. You know, him and Cypher Sounds with the whole Juan Epstein thing. Mm-hmm. You know, back when I when iPods just dropped, you know, they were they were the first on the... Mad dating oh, right now. Yeah, Big no. dating right now. <laughs> when iPods oh. dropped back in oh, 06. Old, old as hell. But nah, for real, good looking out, Pete. <clears throat> yeah, man. So, um, you know, we, we were talking behind the scenes about... Um, what the fuck are we talking about again? <laughs> Pretty much everything, man. Pretty much uh, everything, man. We started off. We started off with a little bit of the trafficking. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was if I got rich, right? And yes, yes. Right. So we're playing this game. Wife and I are playing this game. Um, I think it was Quibits. I think it's called. Uh, thing on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the purpose of the game is, you know, they ask you a question and, and you give an answer, and then the crowd, the audience selects which answer they think is best. Right. And. Um, the question was, what's the first thing you buy if you won the lotto? <laughs> so <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the first thing you think you would buy, Reg? The first thing um, that I would buy, honestly, man, I would be too, in the beginning, I would be a little bit scared <laughs> to spend money. <laughs> I'd be a little bit scared to spend money. But like, you know, you don't know what to do. You talking about like mega million situation? Yeah, let's say let's say let's ten say, million. Like, you talking about like not, not ten huge. million? Let's say ten million. Dollars. Let's say let's not go crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's not go crazy. Let's say ten million drops in my lap right now, mm-hmm. brother. I think the first thing I would do is literally hire an accountant and a lawyer off the rip and make sure that everything is secure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Debts are paid. Like, you feel what I'm saying? And meanwhile, back to rent, I told y'all this already. Like, I would continue to go to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not a soul would know that I made this bread. I'm still riding around the same little act. You know what I'm saying? Wearing the same little uh, hoodies I've been wearing since college. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm beating my feet. You know what I mean? The most I might do is get my hair done on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> Castle looking like damn, so you came across rich. some bread. I'm like, no, 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 no. But but real talk though, man. Like honestly, um, uh, I hire a lawyer, hire an accountant, man, one that I I trust, <laughs> and um, you know, invest. You know what I'm saying? Probably in like real yeah, estate. I said one like thing, you. the first thing. You giving me a whole okay? Then not, then the lawyer and the accountant. Hypothetic bio. Yeah, straight like that. <clears throat> straight like that, man. Got to make sure I'm protected, bro. No, what about I mean, you? I'm a, I might. So we talking tens of ten million dollars? Ten yes, million, just ten million. Not nothing crazy, just ten million dollars. Nothing I crazy. Mean, nothing I might crazy. just like 
buy something frivolous just to start off. You know, maybe out of my yeah. personal account. Yo, not out of I, the 10 yo million. I saw Dude Shake is hey, boy. That boy want, he can't wait to go. He can't wait to go. <laughs> what you said, though? What you gonna get, son? I, I, I don't. I might get something frivolous. You know, just to like start off. I don't even what know does, what. what is, can you expand on frivolous? Like. um Something I might get a drone or something, you know. Like I had a drone already; it broke. I never used it. I might just get another one just so I don't use it again. <laughs> um, but if I was to do like a major purchase, I probably would get get like a nice plot of land. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I, I, that yeah. that'll be my major purchase. Was initially, you know, with like the ten million, I would think like I want to get a nice plot of land somewhere, yeah, and then build on that and use it however I like. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I, I would definitely do some um, frivolous purchases in the beginning, uh, motorcycle or something like that. I don't even know. Like I'd have to go find it. Like the 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 what are those things called? The three wheeler Johns? Oh, the the, the trikes? <laughs> yeah, any any one of those. I don't even the know. T Rexes, T Rexes, T Rex, all of them. I'm just gonna go and be like, Yo, give me the first thing you got here with three wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I want a nah, motorized no helmet, unicycle. No helmet though. No helmet. No helmet. <laughs> No, I'm from Florida. I'll do helmets. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but the reason I brought it up because it was very funny. It just it just goes to tell you like the influence that I have on my wife. <laughs> I feel like this is about to be mad <laughs> because it just so happens. So you play this game at random, right? So you don't know the other person who has the question, right? So you know you put your answer, and then it comes up on the screen, like you know, um, you know, if you hit the lottery, what's the first thing you'll buy? And like naturally. Right, I put a big ass chain. <laughs> you just say naturally, naturally. Why? Why a, is that naturally? Because that's what Kanye said to do. <laughs> Yo, is son, just a great influence if in you're in your mid thirties and you still listen to what Kanye's saying, <laughs> like right now, son, I don't know, man. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to yeah. gonna have to check your mental. But guess what my wife puts. What's that? Hold on. Buy a big ass chain. Oh. <laughs> so both answers were buy a big ass chain. I would nah, not expect that. I would not I, expect that from you. I wouldn't. But the thing was, it's 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 a random, right? It's like it's anonymous. So yeah. I didn't know who it was. And then it shows you like once everybody votes, right? That who it was. Yeah. And then it, it was my wife. And I, I felt so proud in that moment. Weren't you so? Did you guys like high five? We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we, did. we both put. I love the moments, chain. yo. Those are, good, those are the best moments, bro. Those yeah, are the best moments. Cool. You was on the same page of Shorty. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Hell but, yeah. um. Something so, frivolous, though, man. <clears throat> I wonder what that could. What that would be. You know I might saying? just get the the a Rafe roof in my Acura, like just on the Acura. Yo, son, yo, somebody cut this man's mic off. Up the Lamborghini goes with the Acura. Yo, my man said, the, "I just want the, the Rafe off. roof." Yeah, you know I mean, I want a, I want a Rafe, I want a Rafe Yuka. <laughs> just so I can have stars. Nah, fam, nah. Yeah, so really, but, that's what your first purchase would be? Would be a gold chain, fam? Probably not, but it, it sounds cool to say. Yeah, but then what would it be? Um, hmm. I think that I'd probably pay off my debt. I mean, yeah. I don't have a ton of debt, but I'd probably yeah. pay off my house. Yeah. Um, you know, just just shit that I know, like, 
is gonna retain value. Grown man thing. Yeah, but yeah, man. You, and man. invest, man. And it's funny, man. I actually uh, had you know I, I went on a um, little little vacation, you know, with the family, and um, I did take some time out to meet with uh, my financial advisor friend, uh, <laughs> and we had a good conversation around um, you know some investments and you know insurance and uh, how to use insurance as as a vehicle to you know create your own bank you know similar to how people do with their 401ks and things like that right um so i mean that's that i guess that's for another episode but um i mean yeah uh you know financial literacy is very important particularly in our community here um you know like when my father passed you know he didn't have like a will or um you know anything to say like this is how you know my estate should be <coughs> you know situated and uh, it's important that we have that in place man because when we pass you know it's really a free for all particularly if you pass young right mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's not like you have like Your I mean you guys don't have children everything. um I have a young child so it's not like it just naturally goes to our children and even when my father passed like I was his only kin and I still had to go through the process of going to court and doing all that <coughs> stuff um, in order to, you know, become the administrator of his estate, and he really didn't have shit. So, <laughs> did, you, um, did you do you have a will currently, bro? I don't, but we we've been in conversations uh, about it because through, um, you know, my wife's job, they actually offer her the, that as a benefit. Um, so we've been talking about it, um, but you know, I think it's deciding the. Um, details around it mm-hmm. is really what uh, we, we probably need to do before we decide to actually sit down with a um, a lawyer and really talk it out. Yeah. You know what's so crazy about you saying that, right? He's like, like <clears throat> as y'all know, I just had a birthday that just passed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Happy belated and birthday, right? Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, dog. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Drop one of these bombs for my birthday. Do what Kanye right? says. <laughs> what was that? It's a big booty hoe. <laughs> Stupid. I don't even know where that came from, son. Me neither. <laughs> Yo, that was bad. It looked like you didn't want to say it, but then you forced yourself to. I didn't know what else to say, actually. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I hope we leave that in there. Anyways. Yep. So, like, I had a birthday that just passed, right? And then one of my boys, Edwin, right? Y'all know Edwin, man. Shout out to the homeboy Edwin, man. Best man and all that. You know what I mean? Hits me up and goes, yo, dog, happy birthday. You know you closer to 50 than you are 20 now, right? You know, son, that hit me so hard. Like, that hit me so hard. So it makes me think about, like, setting up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And at my age, like, you know, I think, you know, ever since I started working, like, legitimately after college, you get a lot of these financial advisors, people that's trying to get you to, you know, get your stuff together for later, for retirement, all this and that. And they say, you're young, you know what I mean? Hitting, you know, do everything aggressive, this and that. But I was like, blah, investing yourself. And you're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I reach this past Saturday when my birthday is, and it's just like, you know, like I, I really need to uh, do a lot more as far as like setting up for later, bro. Because, you know what I mean? I don't have any kids yet. You know, Lord willing, we'll get blessed with one, like, you know, in the near future or whatever. But like, I, I really don't want to have this little kid left stinking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. because like, you know, at our age, man, like we, we got friends that have, 
you know, in, in our recent, you know, uh, 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 past have, have gone, you know what I'm saying, you know, to have left us, you know what I'm saying, crossed the, the, uh, 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 the plane, so to speak. And, like, they were our age, man, even younger in some cases, man. So it was kind of like, not to put it, like, morbidly or anything like that, but just, like, uh, you know, the future in my mind is, like, it's been a lot more clear as far as, like, what I want to do um, investment-wise and, plan- and planning for my future and my future family, son. So it's kind of like, you know, it's been a real focusing kind of year this year, bro, mm-hmm. aside from all the craziness going on. And one thing I learned, and I, and I mean, it's kind of surprising to me, but it's easier to ensure a newborn baby than it is, um, you know, an adult. Because um, obviously with a newborn baby, they haven't been subjected to food. <laughs> you know, they don't smoke. They're not fat. They're not obese. Um, you know, they're essentially healthy. And the cost to insure a newborn baby, or even a two-year-old, because I looked into it, um, you know, with my daughter, the cost to insure her was maybe about $155 a month compared to, like, my nephew, who's 10, it jumps to, like, um, like almost double. Yeah. So the old, and, and you're still talking about two juveniles, two adolescents, so the older you get, the harder or more expensive it is to insure um you know uh a person and it's um and the earlier you do it it, it it's it's a good thing when, especially when you do like whole life because it builds cash value and you can use that cash value to do other things um similar to what you would do with your 401k right when you borrow from your 401k and mm-hmm. then you you pay it back and you pay interest to yourself um but the life insurance plan also pays dividends and after about 16 to 20 years it makes enough to pay for itself mm-hmm. so not only do you have whatever the amount is that you're insured for 50,000 100,000 but the cash value uh, also builds to a point where number one you can borrow against it to send your kid to college to start a business whatever and um you know, it reaches a point after a certain amount of years where it pays for itself. So, you know, you can establish a trust for your kids. And even if you do it for your kids, you can still use that money yourself to do whatever you want with it because you're still the administrator of it. So mm-hmm. it's a very interesting concept, man. And I was really, uh, I was really privileged to really just sit down and really have the understanding. I did it with my dad. Well, he sat in on a meeting with me and it was so enlightening, man, that, you know, I, I think that that's something we're probably going to have to share with the people at some point here on the show. Which is crazy because after you um, brought it up at one time, I've actually mm. had like three different people talk about it. Well, I guess you, including you. Um, so mm. two other people talk about this, um, using life insurance as like some way to produce income. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely be interested in learning more about it because I've mm. had a life insurance policy now, um, thanks to like family members, you know, since mm. I was 20, so at a very young age. Um, but on the opposite end, I actually don't plan, plan on having any kids or like want any kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I could, but is it term life or is it whole life? <coughs> it's whole. I did it when I was twenty. Honestly, I still don't even know. That's how, <laughs> like, that's how like, fortunate yeah, right. and privileged I am. <laughs> right. So, so here's the thing, right? So when my parents got married, right, my dad took out a life insurance plan. It was a twenty year plan, and I think it, it the 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 payout was like three quarters of a million dollars, like seven fifty. And I think 
in two years, like that will be up. But it was it was a term life plan. It wasn't a whole life plan. So all that money he's contributed to it to, for the last twenty years, like is it's just gonna disappear mm-hmm. because it's a term life plan. It's not a whole life plan. Mm-hmm. And had he done the whole life plan, he'd have maybe thirty forty thousand dollars invested in it with cash value that he could use to do something mm-hmm. else with. So. You know, after after the meeting, he was like, "I can't even believe like <laughs> I did that." <laughs> and you know, people people were telling him to convert it, and he never did. And you know, or people were telling him you know, not to convert it. Um, and he listened to them, and you know, ultimately, you know, now here he is. In the next, you know, two years, he would have thrown away literally thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's insane, man. You, have you have you guys' parents sat down and talked to you about the whole? The, the, like, you know what I'm saying, what to do as far as, like, you know what I'm saying, taking care of the financial end of their... Yeah. I mean, after my father died, um, you know, I guess that, like, put the battery in my mom's back to, like, start putting shit in mm-hmm. motion. Uh, so she went out and she bought plots and shit. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, she went out and she bought plots and, what? you know, so I guess her and my stepdad were really having these conversations about, like you know, what to do and what they're going to do. And, like, you know, they want to make sure everything is down on paper, getting the well together and all that. Yeah. Um, which is important, definitely. But, you know, that's like I told my mom, I'm like, listen, if anything ever happens to me, I tell my wife all the time, like, yo, just cremate me. There's no point spending Facts. all this money and putting me in the ground. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, what happens when you want to move away? Like, right. you're going to feel obligated to stay to take care of cleaning up my grave every year or whatever it is. You know right. what I mean? Like, nah, man, just go ahead and just do it, man. Like, you know, someone's just going to come dig you up anyway and steal your, steal your coffin. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're going to pay all that money for the coffins for someone else to come steal it and reuse it and sell it on offer up. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sell your but, coffin on offer up. <laughs> Not only that, but I also learned in college where <laughs> in geology class, uh, the second top, the second time I took it, not the first time. Shout geology class. Shout, shout out to geology shout class. Out to geology. That I that I failed the first time. <laughs> uh, but the second time I took it together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Dalton took it together. We definitely yeah, failed. Bad. Together. Con- have you y'all said I've taken class with Dalton too, man? It's not. We had it on Fridays after Thursday after Thirsty Thursdays. It was on Saturday morning, bro. Yeah, it was on Saturday morning. That's even worse, bro. That's yeah, even worse. Saturday. Yeah, we had it, we had eight o'clock. But, yeah. but I learned in geology class, right? So the way the Earth shifts, right? After ten or twenty years, your coffin's not even under your tombstone anymore because the work the Earth shifts underneath the ground. So six feet underneath the ground, like your shit is like thirty feet down the road. Now you somebody else. Not, yeah, not, not you somebody, somebody else. else's not you somebody else's responsibility. Not you somebody else. You know not what's good. crazy about it too? Like mm-hmm. I, I what actually made me on some listen, uh boo, if it goes down, just burn it up, right? Mm-hmm. Burn it up. Right. So reason why I, I want that, I saw a video clip of um, you know, the guys that, you know, that run that business, funeral homes, right? Mm-hmm. And uh he literally was on a mic like, listen. We will take advantage of your emotions. We will have you spend every bit of that insurance money. Yeah. He's like, to be honest, it's the dumbest thing ever for you to get a coffin, okay? What's going to happen is, you know, that you're going to bury him with jewelry, all this and that. And then one day you're going to want to get that jewelry off that person. There's a reason why you're not there at the exhuming of that, of that coffin. 
Mm-hmm. He says, guess what? And he was in Louisiana. He said, guess what? It rains down here a lot. <laughs> like, what you see when you open that coffin is not going to be your granddaddy. It's not going to be your uncle. It's not going to be your father. Nah, it's going to be nasty. I was like, bro, like, and he says, you'll be sitting there crying, talking about, like, you know, this wood. And I'm going to say to you, you know, a better way to commemorate him is with this marble uh, coffin right here. <laughs> like, you know what I'm Like, they were really trying to dig the money out of these people strictly out of emotion man it's funny man it's funny you say that man because when i went when my father died and you know my me and my mom went to the um the funeral home and like you walk in there and like they're like super like whispery right mm-hmm. they're like hey oh i'm so sorry for your loss mm-hmm. come on i'm like listen 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 like you cut all that shit out right now yeah like, <laughs> twins yeah i'm like i don't really need that shit I'm, I'm be- yeah i'm here about business <laughs> Uh, we need we need your cheapest plan. We in and we out. <laughs> Just give me the no frills version. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I mean, like, listen, I'm like, listen, you all got to whisper. I, I'm hard of hearing it to begin with. <laughs> yeah, just go, just go on and give it to me straight. Yo, <laughs> like, what's the cheapest thing I can do here? We'll <laughs> Show me the bottom of the, of the menu. Mm-hmm. Yo, you man, know, my mom straight up told me was just like, yo, man, like, I don't need all that. But then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the dude said, though, like, they're going to play with your emotions, man. Like, well, she don't need the best. Okay. And she told me straight like that. I don't, Reg, I don't need the best. <laughs> Growing up, my dad, um, my dad was a carpenter, so he made a miniature-sized coffin that he hung on his rearview mirror, <laughs> like like a car freshener. I know where this is going. Like an air freshener. Yo. And then he would be like, and, you know, like, I'm like seven, eight years old. My dad's like... <laughs> If, if, if I get, if I if they need to bury me, you're gonna bury me right here in this coffin. This is where my spirit's gonna be inside this coffin. <laughs> <laughs> but so you gonna like, get like an air freshener, bro. Fast forward, like 10, 10 years old, right? My dad's been living in Haiti for like a year and a half before me. And my brother go and live there. I get to Haiti, and my dad has a coffin built for himself already, like Stop. ready to go, bro. Like, Stop. He's like, yo, I have a coffin. There's nothing else you need. If you guys, you know, if I if something happens, you know, this is this is my <laughs> coffin. The Put shovel's over there. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he just went back to. Um, he just left. He was stuck here due to COVID yeah. since uh, I think like February. He was here for a long time, even before February. Um, but he just left on Friday, and then before he left, he was like, you know, I don't think I'm ever coming back here for real this time. Like, I just can't take it anymore uh, mm-hmm. just like the pressure of being here and I could imagine you know like someone that age like being in New York City during this time it was probably like very traumatizing for him you know what I mean yeah yeah, I can imagine um, and to like yeah. not be able to go back to your country and have to like really deal with all the shutdown of the city um, you know mm-hmm. it's probably something that he was not comfortable with when in his country he could do whatever like he likes you know like walk around freely yo let me ask you though like in, in Haiti do they like bury you in like concrete oh they have they have different, it, so it depends. Um, they it's have like, it, I've, I've, when my grandmother, my, my great aunt was buried though. It uh-huh. was like very rocky and like mm-hmm. it was like I don't know. But there are some plots out there that are like dope. Like you know what I mean, like yeah, regular. Because yeah. like, in Jamaica, yo, they bury you in concrete. They, like bury you in concrete, but dog. above ground though, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. like these big like. It's not like a mausoleum, is that? Nah, that a, nah. I it's, call it's, it's, like, that. it's like a stump. Yeah. What is concrete? <laughs> yeah. Shit is crazy. I was just man, I, yeah. if I could screen share with you guys, I would show you. Nah, <laughs> yeah, shit is crazy, man. Like I remember seeing it for the first time. I think it was like six or seven when my cousin died, and uh, like they were pouring concrete. I was like, oh, that's not some shit we do here in America. 
Uh, <laughs> we just put dirt on it. Like, put this, dirt. Is a, this is said, for real shit over there. You know what it like, is? It's this, because, is a per- know, this is a permanent shit. In those countries, they don't, they're not going to sugarcoat it. Like, you want to buy a coffin, we're not even going to bother digging you up. We're just going to take the lid off and take your coffin. <laughs> like, mm. so yo, that's some real shit, though. Because, yo, in Jamaica, yo, they'll, they'll dig you up and steal your shit. Yeah, real quick. Real quick. Yeah, in yeah, America, right they'll now. dig you yeah, up. In real America, quick. they do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's everywhere, man. You don't got to be third world for that. Nope. <laughs> that's, a, that's a business, bro. That's a business. You got three people. <laughs> no third Yo, world. Three man. people. You got a third I gotta person. I got to get my stuff together, bro. I got <laughs> to get my coffin. I got to get my plot right. Yo, you, ever hear, you ever hear about when they try to rob Bob Marley's tomb? No. no. These dudes, they try, to, uh, they try to rob Bob Marley's tomb, right? So they go in there, and then, like, you know, they're opening shit up, right? But then the music starts playing. It goes, all pirates, yes, they rob us. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yo, and then they flip out and they just run out of there. Like, yo. it just so happened. That's the song that came on and scared the shit out of these dudes. That is so out. fire. Yo. That is so fire, bro. Yeah, it's so fire. That's I want that. Man. I want something like that for, 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 for wherever my ass is at. <laughs> yeah. I still got my dad downstairs in the Happy Meal box. Oh, uh, excuse me? I still got my father downstairs in uh, the Happy Meal box that they gave Happy me. Happy Meal box. I, I mean, if I, I don't want my ashes in a, in a Happy Meal box. I want my That's how they come, though. That's like, you got to put, you, you put it in the urn. I feel you. But, like, I want. I mean, if I'm not going to get buried, I would at least, nice, like, a nice little urn. But you're already gone, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, spend money it's on really, it. It's literally, literally ash. It's not even you. It yeah. doesn't I matter. I know, man. But I'm just saying, though, like. It could just dispose of me, my energy somewhere else already. The yeah. ash, not even me. Whatever that that's ash like, is. That's like calling like all-purpose flour a cake. Like, right? It's not a cake. Damn, son. Yo, did you just drop the mic, son? I'm the king of analogies, yo. Yo, that's just <laughs> drop. He, he said, "I just call an all-purpose flour a cake." <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king of analogies, yo. Y'all gonna learn on this podcast. I'm Bars, bro. That was deep. I love it. I love it. <laughs> You know, I love there's it. so much, there's so much, you know, there's so much more that goes into the cake. Yeah. And once all that's gone, it's just flour. Dang, just man. Flour, no, flour with a, with a, hopefully a, a life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Better do Facts. it. I'm telling Facts. you now, man. But so, the thing is too, is that you, if you insure your kids, you have to be insured for, in New Jersey, you have to be insured for the same amount or more. In New York, you have to be insured for four times as much as you insure your children for Four times? Four times, yep. Jules. See, honestly, I mean, there is no reason why people need to have kids. Like, this is just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is just so crazy. I don't even know why people want to have kids, yo. I think it's just because, like, people tell them they have to have kids, but, like, it's... Nah, man. I want kids for, like, legacy, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I, I honestly, that's that's just essentially for me. I don't want to work my whole life to leave something to be here while I'm gone. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I honestly do. Like, I'm I'm not mad at you. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for for agreeing with you. Um, but it's um. That's just, that's just okay. on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. Well, <laughs> well, that's the podcast. <laughs> I told you guys like I've been I've been getting more familiar with my dentist recently, right? And she, she right. asked me like, "Oh, you don't have any kids?" And I'm like, "No." She's like, "Oh, you're young." You know, first of all, I love when people tell me I'm young because I'm like, you don't even know. I'm no, middle aged. No. <laughs> I'm approaching know. middle age. I'm, I'm middle aged. <laughs> um, but she's like, "Yeah, you're still young," and I'm like, 
No, I don't want kids. Same thing with my dad. You know, I've told him and my mom. Like, yeah, I don't. We're not gonna have kids. I, we don't want kids. I don't want kids. This is like such a responsibility. I just really can't see myself doing that. It's not a, something I want. Um, and people are just so like in shock uh, that you know, like I don't want kids. But then I feel like so many people have kids that probably shouldn't have kids. <laughs> um, yeah, for and sure. It's true. I and even right to your point, you know, like you were like, you know, a lot of our friends who who have crossed that threshold before um, and had their you know had kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something I was, I was talking about somebody, talking about to somebody the other day. They were saying how like yeah, you're just never really ready. You know, like it just happens and then. You adjust. You adjust. Your, your whole life mm-hmm. is now becomes your child is like that focal point of mm-hmm. your life. Right. I mean, like, you know, what? I think to, to touch on what you said earlier, and although the fact that people are shocked that you don't have kids because you're good with them. Like, you know, I like, to give you, them back because I don't have to keep them all the time. I, and I dig yeah. that. And I dig that. And I dig that. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I and get I think it. and I think there's like a level of maturity and enlightenment when you can figure that out and identify that and say all right i'm comfortable with this and this is something i don't want to do mm-hmm. um because it's such a part of social norm to do it yeah um that everybody just expects that it's going to happen eventually and you know when you make a conscious decision not to do it people are surprised but you know i think that's that just shows a level of maturity with it, that you can come <laughs> to that decision and and, and and be fine with that um because listen man as, as a person with a kid man that that shit is hard. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's difficult, and you know, they're they're. It's more gratifying than it is fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that eventually, you know, my my daughter will get older, and we can you know, create moments and things like that. But shit is hard, man. And yeah. it's 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 you kind of just have to, like you said, you just adjust to it. It becomes inconvenient. You know, you have to plan everything around. Um, that you want to do around your kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even parents now going back to, you know, back to school. You know, we talked earlier or behind the scenes about, um, you know, remote learning, right? Mm-hmm. And you have, <clears throat> you know, people who may potentially have younger children that, you know, they would send to school while you went to work. But now what are you doing, right? Yeah. Like, you, if you can't work from home, people are having to leave their jobs, you know, to stay home with their kids as they remote learn. Um, because they're too young to stay home by themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's there's so much involved with being a parent mm-hmm. that, you know, if, if you can identify that that's not something you want to do, like, kudos. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't feel pressured to have to do it. Right. I'm not saying that you do, but. Um, you <laughs> no, know, I was like, I feel no pressure. No, nah, he's like, no pressure at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, no pressure. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm sure that your, your mom and even your, your father. Um, you know, want to have <clears throat> grandchildren and, you know, but at the same time, dude, if it's not for you, it's not for you, bro. No. Um, I, you, I, I just want to be a dad, I think, man. Mm-hmm. I think that's all it is, bro. I think that's, I think that's. Yeah, that's I mean, just, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, it has it has its points where it's just like, oh, man, like, I look at my daughter, like, she does some wild shit. I'm just like, oh, man, it's my kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even before, like, becoming mm-hmm. a parent, like, I guess, you know. My girl, she's always been the type, like, I don't want to put my body through that, you know? And as like, yeah. you mm-hmm. grow and you learn, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the amount of things that could go wrong during a pregnancy is yeah. so scary. Um, yeah. You know, and for someone to, like, volu- not yeah, voluntarily want to do that, you know? Not, like, mm-hmm. you know, things happen, yes, and people have kids. But, like, to make that decision where you're like, you know, I want to have a child and I want to put my body through this, I think is, like, 
the bravest thing you can do. One hundred percent, yo. Like I hear my I hear my wife talk about it sometimes now, man, where she's just like, yo, uh, I'm gonna go through hell. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? But she goes, I want this though. Like you know what I'm saying? To be able to have like it's almost like an oxymoron, son. Like, you know, it, it don't go together. But, you know, in the same breath, man, that's tough, bro. It's so yeah, beautiful. It's well, like so crazy. You know, it's so crazy. The thing it's is, so you know, crazy. when my my daughter was born, she was like like a week late. Like she came like a week after she was supposed to. And I remember being home the night. It was a Saturday night. And, uh, you know, my wife is like, you know, how do you know, like, when your blood pressure is high? And I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's like, I feel like my blood pressure is high. Mm-hmm. So I went, and I'm, I mind you, I have hypertension. So I yeah. know what high blood pressure feels like and what mm-hmm. it looks like when you see it on the monitor. When I tell you that we took her blood pressure, I had never seen a number like this before. Yeah. Like, it literally was like, Insane. this woman is about to explode <laughs> type blood pressure. So we went to the, um, you know, the emergency room. And, you know, they they had to induce labor, but they couldn't do it until her blood pressure came down. Yeah, right, right. Right. So they had to give her, like, you know, magnesium and all that shit. And, um, and we had to go through that process. And then, um, you know, she, at any point she could have had a stroke. <laughs> like, you know, very easy. It very easily just could have, like, had a stroke. Yeah. Or a seizure or whatever other conditions come with high blood pressure. And even after that passed, you know, she was in labor and they found out that, um, I guess, you know, she had some other issues and we ended up having to do a C-section like, you know what I mean? So it was like hurdle after hurdle after hurdle after yeah. hurdle. It's such a short, it's short time. time. Right, like, right. And the decisions right. that had to be made so quickly. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it, it, you know, with, with it, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, you know. The whole process of bringing up another human being into this, to this earth, this planet, this world, mm-hmm. and um, man, it ain't for everybody, bro. Nah, it ain't. Nah. Honestly, nah. Shout outs to every mom ever mm-hmm. flipping my life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't flip it, bro. Flipping it. Flipping Don't it. flip it, mom. <laughs> How you guys feel about like? So the homeschooling thing, right? If you if you mm-hmm. have a child that was like of elementary age that had to go to school, um, but at this time they couldn't. Uh, you know, I think a lot of parents have frustrations with that, and I think there's been like a lot of like backlash. And just to be honest, as someone who doesn't have kids, you know, I feel like there's an entitlement with people when they have kids. Like they feel like they and not everyone, so I don't want to generalize, but I feel like a lot of people feel like you know they're it's like other people's kind of responsibility to help raise their child, you know, like, yes, school, school and education is a a great thing for the community. Um, But at the same time, I think it should be the responsibility of like the parents to educate the child first, uh, rather than sending them to school. Um, Same thing, you know, people were saying like socialization, my child can't socialize if they don't go to school, but socialization can happen at home and, you know, outside of the school setting. Uh, I work in education, man. And uh, I'm very, I'm very aware of the the double-edged sword that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. You got people on one end saying that, like, yo, open the schools, like, you know what I'm saying? 
this kid is killing me. <laughs> the work is killing me. Like I'm saying, I can't do my job and the teacher's job at the same time. Okay, cool. And then you got the other side that just says, like, yo, son, it's just not safe to be in the school. Yeah. You know, you have a bunch of kids that will probably come in there and not follow the rules. Uh, we've seen it happening down south. We've seen it happen in some schools in our own very own state, bruh, of mm-hmm. New Jersey that, you know, that tried to open up hybrid, do this and that. And there have been flare ups. So now, like, what outweighs what? Is it your child's safety or the fact that you're tired? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And, and like, I, I, I totally understand. I 100% understand the plight of the parent right now. It mm-hmm. is rough. For sure. It's hard. Even as, as an educator, let me just clear the air real quick, man. This ain't no walk in the park for educators either, man. <clears throat> like, we are out here grinding, but, like, you know, working virtually, son, it almost is harder than working inside of the school, bro. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of nuances and hidden components, and then mm-hmm. you got technology that falters indoor, you know, is working, and then you got a lot of kids that are, you know, socio- socioeconomically at a disadvantage mm-hmm. that you got to, you know, make up ground for. So, like, you know, I, I, I get both sides, right? But the number one thing is your student cannot learn, your student cannot socialize if it's not safe for them to do so. Agree. Definitely agree. Yep. Yeah, man, but you know, I, I also, you know, you feel for the parents, especially those who yeah. are, are have the types of jobs where, you know, they can't, um, work from home or they yeah. can't really I mean I mean we all come from homes where our parents um, weren't really there you know, had to work put mm-hmm. it that way right mm-hmm. so um, I mean I don't know about you guys but I know that you know my my mom as a single mother at the time wasn't really in a position to really understand um, like the school systems and how they mm-hmm. work. She wasn't Mine in too. PTA yeah. or, you know. I think we're like all you, first generation yeah, in here, right? That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we're all yeah. first generation Americans, right? So I remember like racing home to get my report card. I don't think my mother even saw any of our report cards in my whole high school career. <laughs> my <laughs> and I mom was on mine. Report right. cards. Yeah, it's just reports, report cards. You know, you race home to get them. Like, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind, right? And, it, you know, and she wasn't going to back to school night and, you know, doing all those things. She wasn't involved um, like, you know, parents are today. So right. people who have those type of responsibilities uh, work-wise who can't really commit to the in-home remote learning concept mm-hmm. and they may not even have the capability to uh, um, access intell- or even intellectually, right? Okay. right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there, I mean, even now, like, if I had to, <laughs> you know, teach my, if I had a 10th a grader, if I had to teach them physics, like, how, how, how the hell am I going to contribute to that? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So, it's the, it's the capability, too. I'll tell uh, you this, though, man. I just, I just want to interject for one second, man, mm-hmm. because, like, my experience with that is completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom is, you know, from Haiti, straight mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, is my dad. I'm first generation over here. Right. But, you know, my dad worked all kinds of hours. Like, I mm-hmm. hardly ever saw him. Like, my mom was working two jobs at some point. Mm-hmm. But she still made sure on a late night my homework was done. Mm-hmm. She knew what was going on with the grades. Mm-hmm. She was a parent-teacher conference person, even though, you know, the language was a barrier. Mm-hmm. She was at the bingo hall putting in the bread because I went to private school. 
Mm-hmm. She was doing everything, man. And like, you know, maybe maybe my mom is, is, is a different breed in that sense, but mm-hmm. in essence, like where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got teachers that work for me right now that have kids, grandkids in the house. They're teaching our kids and their kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. These are your kids too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Naldo said, like, you know, it, it takes a village to raise the child, man. Right. And that's the point is that like, you know, part of that village is the school and that system, right? Mm-hmm. It's that sending your kid to school and knowing that or having the I, the concept of, you know, being under the guidance of teachers and faculty and those things. And you know that you're sending them out there to learn and then they're going to come home. And then that's all part of the community. That's all part of the village. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you take away that aspect mm-hmm. of it. Right. And they're not physically going to school anymore. Mm-hmm. Now they're home. Right. Mm-hmm. And depending on the age. Right. If, if they're old enough to stay home by themselves and you can go to work now, they don't have that supervision there. They right. don't have that person to really put the foot on their neck right? Uh, to, to, to be on the Zoom and to be, you know, forced to have to pay attention the way they need to. And, you know, they could just walk off the Zoom and go do whatever they want to do. Right. Know? No, no, but it's, it's kids out here that's not signing in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's not doing what they need to do. And like, that's you know, like a big part of virtual learning for it to work, regardless of what age group you're in, elementary, middle, high school, it, it, it's, it's imperative that the parent knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's imperative. I mean, similar to like just in you know in school learning. I mean, you gotta you gotta invest in your child's education to kind of know that they're doing what they have to do. Um, I actually was gonna say, dudes, uh, to your point where you say you know it takes a community to raise these kids and they need to go to the schools. But then you know, people now are having an opportunity to kind of really mold their children and not let these outside influences of you know your kids literally with a stranger for the majority of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like now they're getting a lot more valuable family time you know where they're kind of getting to learn things from the family that maybe you know when we're so busy running from the nine to fives and so the kids are in school all day long you know like it's just something that we're not able to tend to as well um and the kids come home with bad habits and they learn all these crazy things that you probably don't want them to agreed right but when you say they're with a stranger right Mm -hmm. when you say stranger you mean their teacher right I mean, anyone, the teachers, any faculty that's in the school. Um, yeah. But you do but you do realize that they're spending, literally spending more time with those people than they are with you as a parent. Facts. Exactly. Right? So that's what I'm, th- I think mm. that's what the issue is, mm. is that these people, your kids are literally <laughs> spending more time with strangers than they are with their own family. Just the other part too, man. A lot but of how long are they strangers? realizing that they don't really like spending that much time with their kid. Oh, for sure. You know, COVID, oh, for sure. COVID. Oh, for uh, sure. It really stressed a lot of relationships, <laughs> not just like between like, you know, man and woman, yo, but like mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, yo, man, this kid needs to get the hell up out of my house. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Listen, and that's part of it too. I couldn't like, can wait to send my daughter back to daycare, <laughs> bro. I couldn't wait. Like, even though all the money I was saving, bro, I was like, yo, listen, I gladly pay it, bro. Gladly, <laughs> gladly. Even 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 Jessica was like, "Yo, it's opening back on the fifteenth, June. What, <laughs> yeah, we, what are we doing? We, we on? Are we? I'm like, hell, I'm like, hell yeah, we on, girl. Said June. Yeah, she was girl, back in school. Florida, yo, <laughs> yo, June. Yo, she's been back in daycare since June fifteenth, dog. And I think we just yeah. go back to phase two. Like tomorrow, <laughs> we we done went through all the phases already for dog. the second time. This is our second time going to phase two. Take that's because y'all don't listen to the phase yo, rules. Y'all don't, yo. y'all don't listen y'all to don't. the phase rules. Bro, we don't y'all don't, rules. y'all yeah. be on phase two, yeah. but y'all act like you're on phase eight. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> Y'all mask got, you a, got a hole in between the nose and the mouth in it. All you know what phase we on? It don't phase me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo. Yo. I'm not Yo. even joking, though. Like, people down here don't even care. It's like, it doesn't phase them. They don't, it doesn't matter what, like, phase we're in. They're going to do them regardless. It's just, yeah. You don't call from each other's face and everything. And, and it, that's exactly why you won't catch me in Florida until, like, 2022. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, remember, you remember their movies? Uh, what, what do you call it? When, the, like, L.A. broke off? Mm-hmm. Like, Escape from L.A.? Florida mm-hmm. going to be, that's going to be the next movie. It's, it's gonna be Escape from Florida. It's gonna be nothing but COVID zombies it's running around place. chasing after. That's the, the last place you'll find me in is Florida. Things are not in Florida. What is going on down there? Things got uh, U-Haul pickups on rims. I'm not going to Florida. <laughs> I saw it live. I'm not going to Florida. Son, did you see the school that opened up the first day in Georgia, bro? Did mm. you see that hallway? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> you want us to do that up here? Nah, chill. Come on, fam. Yeah, yo, we got rules. We got <clears throat> policies in place. We're going to have one way is going this way. One way is coming that way. And, we're, and listen, man. by 12 feet apart in the classrooms. You know and I'm I live in a college town. You know Son. what I mean? Technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you I do. live in a college town. Yes, you do. You know, so it's like, you know, you're not only dealing with, uh, you know, people coming in from all these states to go to school and all that stuff. But then you got to worry about the surrounding areas, right? Because all these kids that are coming in from all these quarantine states and just walking around town and going to the pizza shop and going to the corner store and hanging out down in the village and all that stuff, like, they're potentially, you know, spreading this shit around. You can't control the kids on the weekends, man. (laughs) You can't control the kids on the holidays, man. Yeah, and the thing is, is that the weekend in college is four days. (laughs) <laughs> so that, that's 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 majority yeah, week. That's majority <laughs> week. That's <laughs> most of the thir- week. To, to Thursday through Sunday is the winter. Our alma mater had uh had out had an outbreak in the I saw that. dorm. I saw that. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Our it wasn't an outbreak. Mater, it, so. it was it was one student. It doesn't matter, um, bro. That's, that's it wasn't an outbreak. Meanwhile, bro. back to Reg, they <laughs> said that he didn't get tested for a couple days after that. Right. So that sounds like an outbreak, doggy. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, listen, I don't go there no more. So. All it takes is a little, <laughs> and it's over. Yeah, man. It's over. Yeah, Dude, did you ever get back your results, bro? I did, yeah. I, I tested the negative. So. You tested the negative. Oh, you got yeah. that. You, you, you 0 for 2. Up, That's what's up, I know. bro. He studies, man. He's nah. studying for that. I'm 2 for, for 2. That. What you mean, uh, 0 for 2? 0 for 2 mean like you didn't get it twice. Uh, like I won both times. Okay, uh, then all right, 2 for 2. You got so it. So you, you, you had the best results of the test. I mean, they weren't the, they weren't the, the worst. Your results were great. Excellent results. Like the I passed with a seventy two. What do you say? I had had excellent <laughs> C, results. C's get degrees. <laughs> What'd you say, uh no? Uh, no, what was the president saying? When he when he passed his COVID test, wasn't he like I got excellent results? I took I tested better <laughs> than anyone who tested it before. <laughs> How you compare COVID test, bro? You said I got it all the way down to my Adam's apple. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. It was crazy. Well, well, that's the podcast. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to share. See you next time.